Welcome to the WealthStream Podcast. The team at Hightower Great Lakes share their insights and passions for empowering their clients to live their best life. In this energetic podcast, we will take you on a journey to help you navigate your financial future, overcome life's challenges to reach your financial goals, and find the financial clarity you've been searching for. Let's explore the downstream impact of your wealth and what it means to you, your family, and your community to live greater. Hello, and welcome to The Wealth Stream with Tim Scannell from Hightower Great Lakes. Tim, welcome back. Ah, uh, thank you. I just uh, flew back from 90 degree weather, Florida yesterday to really cold, rainy, terrible weather in Chicago, Northwest Indiana. I'm not sure why, but I think it was just to talk to you. So here oh, I am. Well, I appreciate that. It's uh, <laughs> If I have to be cold, so do you. Is that what this is? I think so, because okay. uh, you normally pass the weather in my direction. So d- we're, I, we I must did. be getting what you had. Oh, no, you're, well, if you're getting what we have right now, it's going to get worse. Oh, boy. Sorry. Yeah, button down. All right. So heading back to Florida. Yeah, go back to Florida. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll do this podcast on the plane. <laughs> we can sit, sit and get, get seats side by side. That'd be fantastic. There you so, go. Not too, not too noisy. Not too noisy at all. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, you know, you're going to be talking a little bit about your trip in Florida today as far as the content for this podcast because you met with a client, right? Yeah. So I had this uh, great breakfast in Florida and food was great and it was 90 degrees. So it was nice, but it was really a great breakfast because these are, this is a couple that I've been working with since 1990. I actually came back. I looked up, I'm like, holy cow, that's been a while. So what I thought I'd do today is, you know, we talk in general about the different types of planning we do, whether it's investment planning, wealth enhancement, wealth protection, charitable giving, things like that. It just, you know, as I was meeting with them, I thought, you know, it might be nice just to walk without mentioning their name to keep their identity confidential, but just to walk through the different stages of life that I've worked with them and all the different planning topics that I've helped them with and partnered with them on. So that's what I thought we'd talk about today. Yeah, no, I I, I find this fascinating because it's rare, quite honestly, if, if any of the listeners have interviewed advisors, sometimes you come across an advisor who's been in the business five years, seven years, 10 years. That's great. But you've been in the business a lot longer than that. And and it's rare that you get a snapshot or, you know, get to see a picture like this. So I'm really excited to go through this with you. Well, good. Yeah. So, you know, I, I became a, um, out of college, I studied accounting and became a CPA, worked in public accounting and right 84. And then right around 1986, I had this uh, epiphany or this desire to not really accountants are amazing and the training's amazing to but to a great extent a lot of the jobs you do are you're basically acting as a historian a little bit you're saying this is what you did you know this mm. is how you did and this is how we report it and what i was really wanting to get more involved in was being part of working more with people and also helping them go forward and so i started studying for the certified financial planner designation designation in 1986 and I met this client, this couple, in right around the middle of the year 1990. And at the time, they lived in the uh, southern suburbs of Chicago, uh, not too far from where I had lived. This is before we moved to Indiana. And the primary goal they had, or the reason why they had reached out to me, was to help them because they with college planning. So they had uh, four sons, and they were college age, and <clears throat> they weren't necessarily prepared that just to date myself, Eric, this is before 529 accounts. So, oh, you know, people okay. who save for college now, they're all like, well, they had 529s. Well, they hadn't been invented yet. So we were, we were, we were pre-529 planning with them. All right. 
And so when I first met with them, we followed a normal process. We it was a discovery meeting. I gather information, you know, what are you doing? Where do you want to go? What are your priorities? And we focused at that time on what I would call wealth enhancement. And wealth enhancement really is tax planning. You know, what what was the best way or how could we take advantage or leverage tax rules and tax laws to help them plan for college? And Because if, you know, you have a dollar, if you earn a dollar and you're paying 20, 30 cents in taxes, if you get to keep some of those taxes, there's more dollars available for college. So mm-hmm. one of the things we looked at, for example, at the time, and I was going back in some of the planning was, you know, looking at their home equity line of credit, their home equity, their mortgage. Um, at the time, the interest was deductible. And that was a really good place to go after funds if they needed funds for college. So mm-hmm. we did a lot of that planning. Also at the time, there was provisions that had some tax advantages if you needed some of the funds and to borrow out of your 401k. So we basically put together kind of a debt structure cash flow plan. And it was a bit, it was a six-year plan. And I didn't, they implemented it. They did everything. I kind of helped them with the math. I, I became their accountability partner. I kind of gave them some direction. Mm. But in the end, you know, as we as we kind of, I look back, we kind of walk through and, and she, she mentioned at the breakfast this week, she's like, you know, you, you helped me with that. You know, you gave me kind of confidence that we could do it when we really didn't think we could because they had an affinity to University of Notre Dame which is a lot more expensive than you know your your typical uh, mm-hmm. public in, universities, and and we also did a lot of work with them just to research at University of Notre Dame, you know how do we actually get more scholarships, more loans through them, et cetera. So it was a pretty comprehensive process, and she reminded me that you know it was a probably six seven year deal where their kids all went through because they had you know kids close in age and they made it. So yeah. I thought that was interesting and, and to get her perspective and kind of remind me of the, some of the things we did that that far ago. Well, you, you brought up accountability partner, and this is something that we've talked about on this podcast before, is that you're meeting with your clients annually or semi-annually, depending on the complexity of their their situation. And I, I am a firm believer in coaching and, and getting somebody on your side. You know, professional athletes, that, that's the analogy that most people use. Professional athletes have coaches for all sorts of different things that they do in their life. Uh, because they have that accountability. And without it, you can try to do the best you can, but you're not going to know the best exercises to do. You're not going to know the best things that are going to strengthen you. Or in your case, or in their case, more specifically, they're not going to know the, the the best ways to leverage the finances that they have. And for you to have constant contact with them for the accountability, I think that's half of the battle right there. Yeah. And what I find a lot of clients tell me is that uh, we provide confidence that they're on path for success, whatever their, that goal is they might have. We, we, you know, give them realistic analysis of if they are on track or not. And if they aren't, you know, here are two or three things you could do to get on track. And if you, if you're on track, you know, let's take some of the excess discretionary cash flow maybe, and, and, you know, allocate it towards the next goal. So that that's really when we, when we bring on people to our team, when we, they, they're out of college, they're working in operations and support customer service, that's one of the things that I find people, they don't realize until they've been with us for a couple, you know, year or two that really a lot of our work we do is uh, psychological. It's financial. Absolutely. You need the finances. You need to figure that out. But giving people comfort or confidence that they're, they can achieve their goals, whether that's college, retirement, et cetera. That's really what we do, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. So then I was looking through the file and uh, when I got back after the meeting and it was about 10 years later. So I, you know, we, we were doing the planning when I met them in 1990 and then right around the year 2000, they, they came to me and they said, okay, college is paid for. They, like I said, they did it. I helped them plan. I, I helped them leverage the tax rules, scholarships available, things like that. But in the end, they had the discipline to do it. And I was really their accountability partner, but they came to me and they said, all right, well, now we're planning on retirement. And um, so they were in the Southern suburbs of Chicago. And again, I had mentioned they had this affinity for University of Notre Dame, which is only about an hour away. And they said, we're considering moving and, and actually relocating to a, like a, a it, it basically a development that they built on the campus of Holy Cross. So Holy Cross is a university that's on like adjacent to, or, you know, connected with University of Notre Dame, oh. they're separate universities, but they're very close together. And as a lot of religious uh, or private institutions do, let's say they build these facilities on extra land in order to maybe provide retirement for some of their, their teachers, some of their, the nuns, the priests, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So for example, in Holy Cross, in this instance, they were building a enormous development for their retiring priests, for the retiring nuns who work there, but at the same time, opening it to the public to obviously help, you know, support the cost of it, et cetera. So yeah. it was my first real dive into um, evaluating something like that for a client. And uh, it was really super interesting. And I went back and looked at my notes and it was about a two-year process where we went back and forth. And in the end, it just didn't make sense. And like a lot of people do, they're going for warm weather. So mm -hmm. the, the end plan was right around 2002, um, I helped them kind of transition from the southern suburbs of Chicago down to Venice, Florida, where they've been living since, uh, you know, since the breakfast meeting I had this week. And so I look back and again, just walking through the process, again, it was the same thing, you know, wealth enhancement. One of the things that I find now when people are looking to sell and move and down downsize or upsize is you have to help them really with the, the financial fina financing. Mm -hmm. You know, oftentimes they're, they need to buy something um, maybe in Florida before they can sell their primary residence, let's say up in Chicago or wherever they're at. Yeah. And so, and, and they really don't typically see a path like, how do I, how do I do this? So as I went back and looked at all the notes and the plans we did, a lot of it was really um, using existing home equity, using lines of credit, using investment accounts they had, uh, some retirement accounts to, to take about a three to four month prop period of time where they bought the place, furnished the place, then were able to sell their existing home mm -hmm. um, and then eventually move. But that's one of the things that people get really nervous about, understandably, is when you are downsizing, moving, relocating, it's the whole financing part of the buy and the sell that are, it, it's complicated, but I, we do it all the time. And for us, it's, you know, we love to do it. And we, again, we're guides, we're partners, we're accountability partners, but we help them transition down there. But I guess it would be almost 21 years ago. Wow. Yeah. I was wondering how they got from Indiana or wanting something around Notre Dame to breakfast in Florida. So that, that explains a lot. Yeah, you know, ultimately years, they were fantastic. looking for a campus life. I, I think one thing I find in, in this couple in particular, they wanted was a diversity of ages, you know, not to pick on some towns in Florida, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I know where you're going with this. <laughs> there's just a, a lot of people who are elderly, right? And that's not a bad thing. In this case, the clients wanted to what to see kids they wanted they wanted more of a town uh they wanted 
you know, a town where there was a university where they could maybe get involved in giving back and teaching and things like that. So that was a real big criteria for them. And that's how they ended up selecting Venice, Florida. Got it. Yeah. That's uh that's amazing. That's fantastic. So but, 21 but even years like just the tax laws, the tax laws in Florida versus tax laws in Illinois versus mm -hmm. Indiana, just helping them factor in the cost of that. So we, we created these elaborate, I call them elaborate models, but there's just a lot of assumptions in there that we work through. But from the client's perspective, what they really cared about was it worked, you know, and that that the process worked, that the fin financing worked. And again, 21 years later, she she mentioned that, you know, it's just been a wonderful place. And just to throw one more thing, the other thing is she was a still is a really big swimmer. She likes to swim all the time. And for years, she would actually swim in the ocean, you know, right in Venice. And then finally, I think her husband talked her into like joining the YMCA to swim in a pool just to be a little safer. But um, that was another big criteria, non-financial criteria that you really wanted. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I don't you and I probably talked about this off air, but that's one of my dreams is to be able to be by a beach just because I, I feel like water is a huge connection for me. And I know that there's a lot of other people out there like that. And, you know, someday that's what I look forward to also. And so I, I, I totally resonate with what she felt and what she wanted to do and where she wanted to be. And that's a long time down there. I mean, that's, so I'm, I don't know. Have you said their age yet? Well, here we go. So okay. I'm at the, uh, breakfast this week. And the reason for the breakfast, they had reached out to me. So I flew down there to meet with them and uh, she's 82 and he's 84. That's and awesome. So now they're at the point, which, you know, as I'm getting older and my clients are getting older, we're just doing so much more of this type of planning. They're in great health. They're, they're very healthy. They've got common medical issues like a lot of people do, but mm -hmm. they, the hurricane, the, the hurricane really impacted them. Oh. Um, yeah. Not even financially because their condo was not really impacted, but emotionally or psychologically, it was just a, a terrible ordeal to go through. Yeah. Where they lived, they really had not had, had, they really were not impacted by hurricanes, but this was a really bad one. So they're thinking we need to kind of relocate. We love Florida, but maybe it's somewhere in more of a community that also is closer to, is closer to healthcare. And, and that's... Mm -hmm. One of the questions or one of the things I talk to clients about more and more is whatever the next move is, it has to be towards healthcare, good healthcare. Like Nancy and I, my wife, Nancy and I, we're 60 and we're very happy where we are. And if we ever did move, it would be somewhere where you, we were making sure that we're going to be close to healthcare. So I kind of, they had already done a lot of the research and they had located there's a place called the the Babcock Ranch. It's it's it, it's south huh. of where they are, closer to Fort Myers, um, and much further away from the water. But it's a great community. In fact, after I met with them for breakfast, I kind of drove about 45 minutes to go tour it, just to check it out. And it's an amazing. It's a great community, and it's close to healthcare, and it'll make their life simpler. And one of the things that a lot of these communities have is. Complete independence. They're gonna, you know, buy a, a condo, but you have the ability, and I call it graduating. But you have the ability to graduate to different levels of healthcare if that becomes, if, if you need that at some point. It just then you don't have to move to a whole other place. You you just get at home care. Then if you need to, you can you know transition over to like a nursing home, something like that. So it's just a there's a lot more of those types of developments. I've I've looked at I think a dozen of them for different clients now, uh, mostly in Florida. But that's what the meeting was about. And you know what? It just it, it was great because it's been an honor 
really to work with them for so many years to help them transition through different goals, whether paying for college, you know, moving to Florida, retiring, figuring out the cash flow, the tax planning, and now kind of transitioning to this next stage of life. And, and, and the process is all the same, really, in the sense that we're looking at their tax planning. They're, they don't have any debt at this point, but debt structure is one thing. Um, updating their estate plans, you know, where does it go? But healthcare being a big factor. And it's just, it's fun for me because um, I've had the honor to really work with them for so long. They're just such great people. Um, and I can see that we've, as partners, and have added a lot of great confidence and comfort with them and for them. So it was just, it was just a cool breakfast. Other than the meal was great too, and the weather was great. But I just love this this couple, and um, just been pr- uh, happy that I've been able to help them. That's fantastic. I, I, let me let me ask you this, and I don't want to put you on the spot, but um, you know they they have kids and they went through college, and they I'm assuming their kids. You, I think you said they have four. I'm assuming that their their children have kind of seen the progression of what's gone on with mom and dad. Are 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 you in contact with any of them? Have you know have they approached you at all just to say, hey, you know, how did you work with mom and dad? So I'll tell you a funny thing, and I mentioned this to them, and they weren't aware of it uh, when I was at breakfast. And I said, hey, you know, one of your son, my mom passed last year in October, and at the service, one of their kids walked through. Wow, that's awesome, Tim. That's that's very. And it was just great. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is like, he didn't even mention to them that he did it, but yeah. you know, I know that he, he respected what we did. And um, so it was, it was awesome to see him. It was great to talk to him. Yeah. That's special. And and that's something that we've talked about before is just that you, you keep in contact with a lot of the family because it, it's, it, it is a team effort in, in a lot of ways. And yeah. uh, so that, that's fantastic. You know, when, when it comes to folks that you're working with or, you know, people that are listening, I know that one of the other things that we've talked on this podcast, and I can't remember what number it was, but having those conversations with the next generation, whether it's the parents that are doing it or, or they bring you in and, and you guys have conversations about helping set them up. Can we give some, I know we always ask for contact information, but can we have them kind of e- either email in or call in to, to maybe start that process as well with you? Because it's great for mom and dad to be set up and secure and have all this set up and have a good track record and have a good future lined up. But I think every parent wants their kids to have the same thing. For sure. And you know what our, our wealth management process covers investment planning, also advanced planning, like, you know, wealth enhancement, but it also covers what we call relationship management. And that means we want to be connected with our clients, attorneys and CPAs. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and, it, and now in situations like this, we really want to be connected with, their kids, maybe even their grandkids, definitely the people who will be in charge, their executors, their trustees, et cetera. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I, we we try our best and we have a, a lot of different activities, a lot of different processes to make sure we're connecting with the next generation. And this is a, a prime example of one where we definitely want to because we're going to be partnering with them at this next stage of life for our client. Yeah. And and. And, and not to be morbid, but you've, again, you've talked about this before. There is a point where the, the clients that you work with will pass. And and you talk about tax efficiency and how you you know were a, a tax geek early on in your years until you transitioned into this. That can absolutely devastate a plan if, if, if good proper planning isn't done to secure and keep that wealth going to the next generation and really blessing them. Yeah, I agree. No, it's been, this is just an example of a 33-year relationship where We've worked wow. with each other through major transitions and the tax planning, the cash flow planning, the estate planning has made a really big impact for our clients for sure. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. Anything else we need to cover today before we wrap this one up? 
No, just that it, it just reminds me, and I've said this before, that you know, there's there's things that people do that maybe they do once or twice, and that moving to Florida, retiring, relocating, uh, moving to long term healthcare, but we do it all the time, and yeah. you know, we we have some expertise. So if there's ever uh, anyone's out there listening, they just have questions, want feedback, want to bounce ideas off about different trans- transitions for planning. Um, we're always available, and I'd love to help. Fantastic. How do they reach you? Uh, they can call me at 219-531-4941, or they can send me an email at tscanell at hightoweradvisors.com. Perfect. Tim, thank you so much for today. This is a great story, and and I, I look forward to hearing how that couple, how their move goes, because I, I actually pulled up Babcock Ranch uh, while you were talking. Well, it looks really nice. <laughs> it's pretty cool, isn't it? I drove out there and checked it out. I mean, yeah. I, I think they're doing a really nice job. That's cool. All yeah. right. Well, well, thank you again, Tim. And of course, our last thank you always goes to you, listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Wellstream podcast with Tim Scannell. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Tim comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And we humbly ask you to share this podcast, rate it, and leave a review. As this actually does help others find the show. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Hightower Great Lakes, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Wealthstream podcast. We hope you gained some valuable insight that you can apply to your life and share with others. Please don't forget to subscribe below to be notified when new episodes become available. And don't forget to live greater. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Hightower Great Lakes. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Hightower Great Lakes is a group comprised of investment professionals registered with Hightower Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Some investment professionals may also be registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Associates, LLC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk, and there is no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is neither indicative nor a guarantee of future results. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data or other information referenced herein is from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analyses, prices, or other data or information contained in this presentation is provided as general market commentary and does not constitute investment advice. Hightower Great Lakes and Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates, make no representations or warranties express or implied as to the accuracy or completeness of the information or for statements or errors or omissions or results obtained from the use of this information. Hightower Great Lakes and Hightower Advisors, LLC, assume no liability for any action made or taken in reliance on or relating in any way to this information. The information is provided as of the date referenced in the document. Such data and other information are subject to change without notice. This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed herein are solely those of the authors and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates.